0: We'll take your Bible for just a few moments this morning in Philippians chapter 2. If you'll go there to Philippians chapter 2. We have a lot of announcements toward the end of chapel today, and uh, so just a brief message from God's Word in this final chapel of this term. Philippians chapter 2. and We'll look at several verses here in the first part of this chapter, but notice verse 12. Paul said, Wherefore, my beloved... As ye have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Paul was the kind of teacher that wanted his students to learn more out of school than they learned in school. As a student, I never did real well when the teacher stepped out of the room. When the teacher would walk out of the classroom, I figured that was time to have a good time, right? No reason to behave if the teacher wasn't there. And I still have some bruises from those experiences of uh, messing around and getting in trouble when the teacher would step out of the room. I wonder what will you learn over the break without an instructor? Much of the mentorship of your life is going to step out of the room today. And while you're away from college, as we take this break, this much-needed break, from our academic rigor, will we continue to learn? Paul said, now much more in my absence. Certainly our testimony for Christ should not diminish just because the term is over our classes will end but we are commanded by God to continue to be Christ like will we step back when we step away Paul was pleased with this Philippian church they were a special blessing to him in fact, in verse 3 of chapter 1, he said, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Every time Paul thought of these people, every time he thought of these believers, he was rejoicing because of their testimony for Christ. Whether in his presence or out of his presence, he desired that they would live powerfully for the Lord. pastor often refers to our theme verse here at Lancaster Baptist Church, Philippians 1, 27. Let your conversation be as becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you, or else I be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, Often the emphasis of that verse here is striving together, working together, having a church that believes the same things and and, and buys into the mission of, of, of getting people saved and discipling them and so on. But Paul was reminding us there that whether we're in school or out of school, whether we're at church or out of church, whether we're in college or out of college, we need to be standing true to the Lord Jesus Christ. So... In chapter 2, the Apostle Paul gives these Philippian believers three projects to accomplish in his absence. So I want to assign three projects to you today, and I know that's the last thing you want to hear, but if we don't grow over the break, then we really didn't learn anything during the semester. Let me say that again, because some of you are already planning to backslide. But if we don't continue to grow during this winter break, you just wasted a semester. You didn't learn a thing. We must continue on this trajectory of our life during the break. So notice Paul's three projects to these believers. First of all, he assigns them to perfect singleness. You say, Brother Gatch, I'm doing really good at that. I haven't had a date all semester. I'm perfecting the art of that. Well, look at verse 1 of chapter 2. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ... If any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of mercy, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Perfect singleness. Perfect a unity among the believers that you are around. We are living in a culture today that has an agenda to create chaos, to foster division, to build class warfare. Every issue today has something to do with racism, when in reality, most of the issues have nothing to do with that topic. But that is our culture. We live in a culture today in America that is divided. And Satan is dividing people, and he's dividing churches, he's dividing homes, he's dividing us from the government and we as God's people have got to perfect this thing called singleness of heart. As God's people, we've got to fight to be like-minded, to be have the same love, of one accord, one mind. God established three institutions, we know that, the home, the government, and the church. And I want to encourage you as you go on this break to promote unity when you get home. Now some of you are going home to unsaved parents. You're going home to a place that is less conducive to spiritual growth. But promote unity. Love your family. And spend some time expressing that. There's a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. There's a generation that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. But God says, honor thy father and thy mother that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long upon the earth. Let me encourage you that regardless of your family's spiritual condition, when you get home, promote unity and harmony in your family. We need to be the leaders to promote unity in this government. We need to love America again. We need to promote this country. We have a lot of people tearing it down. A lot of people trying to cancel our history. Find something to build up. This is the greatest country in the world. I've been to a few. This is still the greatest country in the world. Now, I want to remind you what Paul told us in Titus chapter 2. He said, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. Sometimes we stop in that verse, and all we do is we say, well, we're supposed to pray for the government. God says, be ready to every good work. And it's time that God's people stop trashing their governments, stop trashing their nations, Whatever country you come from, be proud of it. Be thankful for it. And build unity in that country. He goes on in verse 2, he says, To speak evil of no man, to be not brawlers, but gentle, showing meekness unto all men. We've got to develop some leaders here at West Coast Baptist College that are going to set the narrative when it comes to unity and harmony in a neighborhood and in a nation. Promote unity at home, in the government, in your church. Do you know why the the, the early church in the book of Acts was so successful? Well, there are probably a number of reasons, but I'll tell you one that's emphasized over and over and over again in Acts chapter one and two, and that is that they were in unity. They were of one accord, singleness of mind, having favor with all the people. I mean, over and over again, it points to the fact that they were one. And today the devil wants to divide us from other Christians. He wants to get us at odds with other Christians in our church, in our community. And and we're to promote that unity. Be a catalyst when you get home to promote harmony in your church. Perfect singleness. Second project, poison self. Poison self. Look at verse 3. Look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Here he's saying, look, if you're going to perfect singleness, you've got to poison self. Esteem other better than themselves, he says here in verse 3. We're to, in verse 4, not think about ourselves. In, in verse 4, he says, we're, not, we're to promote someone other than ourselves. The person who's all wrapped up with self is way overdressed. No one is emptier than the person who is filled with self. Remember, we can't live until we die. Except a corn of wheat fall on the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it brings forth much fruit. We're here to train, to to bring forth fruit that would abound, that fruit that would remain, fruit that would count for all of eternity, but we will never produce that fruit if we don't die to self. If all we do is live for ourselves over this break, we'll come back to campus in January on a junior high level, spiritually. Let's grow. Let's perfect singleness. Let's poison self. And then let's prioritize serving. Look at verse 5. He says, Let this mind be in, in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Prioritize serving. There's no higher position than a servant. If Jesus Christ modeled serving, then there's no higher position than serving. Even Christ, pleased not himself, Paul said. He came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. If we've learned anything here at West Coast, we should have learned how to serve. You say, yeah, I feel like a rented mule. I mean... Classes and ministry and soul winning and collegians and love work projects and volunteer for this and serve over here. Good, you got it. It's the secret to the Christian life, it's the secret to success. Don't minimize that now because we're going to be absent from school. Prioritize serving much more, Paul said, in my absence. Perfect singleness. Poison self. Prioritize service. Why wait until you graduate to do something for God? How about this break? Nine weeks. What can we accomplish? How can we change the world? How can we make a difference? I believe... 400 people, 500 people could make a difference in nine weeks if we would follow Paul's instruction here much more in my absence. You've done a great job here. We're proud of you. We're thankful for you. We've had a wonderful semester. But now we're leaving. We're going to be apart for a while. And just like Paul told this church, while I'm gone, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Live it out. Flesh it out. Let others see it. Let others experience it through you. And God will bless you for it.